the Chevrolet program starring Jack Benny with Frank Black and his orchestra. Frank Black opens the program with Charlie's Home. Posters are going up on the billboards, reading, Every minute someone buys a new Chevrolet. Watch for these new signs, my friends. And bear in mind when you see them, they're signs of better times. They're signs of bigger business for the world's largest builder of motor cars. Also, they're sure signs that the one best buy in the low-priced field must be Chevrolet. America certainly wouldn't buy Chevrolets at the astonishing rate of one every minute unless Chevrolet were the one best buy at its price. And that's exactly what it is. The only car in its field with a Fisher body. The only one with Fisher no-draft ventilation, with a cushion-balanced engine mounting, with a time-proved six-cylinder power plant, a starterator, an octane selector, and no other full-size car in the world is so economical on gas and oil and upkeep, or so dependable. In view of all these things, do you wonder why every minute someone buys a new Chevrolet? <laughs> some more. This is your New York correspondent, Jack Benny, the Earth Galloper, coming to you with all the late news reports through the courtesy of the Weekly Watch, the news that brings out all the dirt. Okay, Frank, let's go. Thank you. Uh, Chicago, Illinois. World Fair gets off to good start with many notables arriving daily to represent their respective countries. Sam Insull will represent Greece. Jimmy Walker will represent France. And Black's Orchestra will represent Russia. Scotland sends Harry Lauder, C-O-D. Jack, Jack, another wire just came. All right, what is it, Mary? Quick. World Fair, Chicago. Molly and Dietrich just arrived representing Pennsylvania. Mary, go away, will you please? <laughs> Bombay, India. Hmm, more Gandhi news. Mahatma Gandhi finishes 21-day fast and is now wearing a cigar band. <laughs> when last seen, he was mistaken for a panatella. Babylon, Long Island. Man and wife discovered here with 16 children. Stork found dead on soup. <laughs> Overworked, eh? You know. Ah, special cable dispatch. Frank Buck and Jimmy Walker will sail for America shortly. Buck will bring them back alive, and Walker will bring them back a wife. Glasgow, Scotland. Harry Lauder also sailing for America. Local citizens given big blowout by putting tack in his rear tire. Pretty good for Scotland. And now, folks, we have also added a want ad column to our paper as we cannot exist on circulation alone. So take down these addresses if you are interested. Traveling salesman wanted. Must be familiar with traveling, salesmanship, farmers, and farmers' daughters. Address Box 482, this paper. 
Wanted, 30 chorus girls. Apply Minsky Theater, New York. Wanted, three more chorus girls. Apply to Melton, Black, and Benny. <laughs> Got you in on this, Frankie. For sale, baby grand piano by lady with electric attachment. What's that? <laughs> girls wanted to knit sweaters for Katz, Bloomberg, and Riley. Hmm, the boys must be cold. Woman 55 will trade a Pekingese dog and a canary for slightly used husband. Realizes mistake. Address RFD4, Pump Handle, Ohio. Female help wanted. Good secretary. If good looking, don't have to be so good. Jack, can I read one now? Go ahead, Mary. Wanted. Good master of ceremony for Chevrolet program. Graham. Wanted. Howard Claney to say something about Chevrolet. Oh, yes. You'll find that Chevrolet saves you on oil, gas, Play, Frank. Don't, don't wait for this. Play. Don't wait. Don't wait. Play, Frank. That was uh, My Dolly from the Vanities, played by Frank Black and his orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen. We continue with our penthouse murder that was started last Friday. You all remember our terrible murder mystery last week? Well, it's terrible this week, too. <laughs> <laughs> Who killed Mr. Rex? <laughs> you remember, folks? 
Mr. X was killed in his penthouse a week ago tonight between 8 o'clock and the bathroom. And the only clue found was a hot dog running away from a stand in Coney Island. You may also remember that during the trial, we were unable to place the guilt where it belonged. Garbo had to go home, Mae West had a date, and the other prisoners were not interested. So it still remains a horrible, unsolved mystery. Who killed Mr. X? I said, who killed Mr. X? Oh, pardon me. Yes. <laughs> Watch those cues. Huh? Now, uh, what could have been the motive for this crime? Let us analyze it. Mr. X, Mr. X was the landlord of three apartment houses, so you see he had no enemies. He lost every cent in the market, his wife was pressing him for back alimony, and he had incurable rheumatism, so there was no reason for suicide. Now, what was it? How old was he, Jack? Ninety-five. Then he did not die of old age. Neither will you, Mary. <laughs> uh, what did he have to suffer the night of the crime? Liver. Then it couldn't have been a heart attack. No, Mary, it couldn't. A pipe was pulled out of his mouth, and he was examined carefully. What kind of a pipe? A gas pipe. Oh, well. Oh, well, a little gas never hurt anyone. I know. Well, anyway, folks, we've had two detectives working on this case. Detective Melton. Detective Melton, you've been out on this case a week. Yes, sir. What have you found? I found a place where you can get a sandwich and a glass of beer for a nickel. <laughs> Mary, take down the address, but that doesn't help solve the mystery. Detective Claney, what did you find? I find that every minute of the day, someone buys a Chevrolet. Well, now we're getting someplace. After all, that's what we're here for. Did you find anything else, Claney? Yes, that the Chevrolet has the Fisher no-drop ventilation. That's great. Now, all we have to find out is who killed Mr. X. Jack, why not put it in the hands of Sherlock Holmes, who understands crime? You're right, Mary. We'll get Sherlock Holmes, the man who sees all, knows all, and plays the fiddle. Hey, Jack. Jack, wait a minute. Yes, Jimmy? I hate to interrupt your mystery, but do you mind if I sing my song now? Oh, no. Pardon me, Jimmy. I... Go right ahead. Uh, what are you going to sing? Huh? Franz Lehar's uh, Frasquita Serenade. I know that, Jimmy. I just couldn't pronounce it. You know, play, Frank. Play. <laughs> Thank you. 
the other dialect better. <laughs> All right. What do you want? Watson, mm-hmm. we have a strange mystery to solve. Mr. X was killed in his penthouse, and we start working on the case today. Mm-hmm. All right, but before we start, why don't you eat something? You're always working. Now, I just made some nice homemade soup. 
What kind of soup? I made some chicken, vegetable, and noodle. Which do you want? Quick, Watson, the noodle. Mm -hmm. We leave. We leave, Watson. We leave for the Empire State Building in ten minutes. The Empire State Building. Pack your bag and hand me my violin. I've got a lot of thinking to do. Mm-hmm. I must think. They laughed when he picked up his violin, but when he started to play, they screamed. Quiet, Mary. Quiet, I must think. I must think. Come, Watson. A thought just struck me. We must get to the Empire State Building in a jiffy. I in a jiffy. My several will give us there just a sleep. And much safer. At times, Watson, you show signs of intelligence. You have just heard what these two famous detectives have said about the Chevrolet. It is quick, safe, and dependable. That's elementary, Claney, and get out of my study. Come, Watson, we must hurry. And by midnight, we will find the murderer of Mr. X. Sherlock, you're uncanny. Watson, you're nuts. Come, let us away. <laughs> take you to the lobby of the Empire State Building where we meet Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Tell me, Sherlock, why did we come here to the Empire State Building? What has this got to do with the murder of Mr. Hex? Watson, I'm surprised at you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While playing the violin, I made the following deduction. Mr. Rex was killed by some gorilla here in New York. Do you follow me? 
A gorilla was seen climbing up the Empire State Building with a girl in the palm of his hand. And is at present on the tower. How do you know? I saw the picture. <laughs> now, now if he could climb up a building the size of the Empire State, why couldn't he have climbed up that penthouse and killed Mr. X? You mean the gorilla of King Kong? Of course, of course. Who else is covered with hair like that? George Bernard Shaw. Well, he didn't do it. <laughs> well, here's the elevator. Mm. What floor, Captain? Uh, we want to go to the tower. That's the 102nd floor, boy. Yes, 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 I know that. Uh, when will we arrive? Sunday night, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Sherlock, that elevator boy looks very suspicious and very family, too. I think so. What's your name, son? My name's Jim Melton, sir. Oh, sure, Jimmy. He's our tenor of Oxen. <laughs> Say, Jimmy, I hate to ask you this, but did you, uh, did you kill Mr. X? No, sir, Jim. I didn't kill him. I was a lady killer. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quick, Watson, the needle. Ow! And cut out those jokes. Hmm? Well, we have two days in this elevator. Two days. Hmm. Hmm. I must keep my mind occupied. Hmm. Hand me my saxophone. <laughs> that was Stormy Weather, brought to you through the courtesy of the Chevrolet Motor Company. One in second floor. All out. Hmm. Mm, Sunday got here quick. Mm. Now be careful, Watson, and very quiet. Very quiet. Please follow me around the edge of the roof. We must use our wits and trap him. This fellow King Kong is the biggest creature you have ever seen. He eats elephants like you eat salami. Did mustard? That's elementary, Watson. <laughs> come, come, follow me. <laughs> What's that? The drummer just dropped a cymbal. Frank, keep the boys quiet, will you? Just a moment. Watson, don't move. It's so dark up here. Why didn't we come up here in the daytime? Quiet. Quiet. Go ahead. I'm right behind you. I'd, I'd sooner be behind you. Watson, look. Look carefully. Carefully. Mm. You see that figure standing there in the doorway? Yes. Look, look. Somebody is handing him some money. Oh, that's Earl Smith. He, he, you know, he runs this building and he's collecting the rent. Hello, Al. Ah, you, him. You're wrong again, wrong again, Watson. What is that, Sherlock? Mm-hmm, that's King Kong. He's here, all right. Keep down, Watson. You mustn't see us. Be careful, Sherlock. I think he sees us. Grab him, Watson, and don't let him get away. Thank you. <laughs> look, look, he's got the girl right in the palm of his hand. It looks like Mary Livingstone. Wait, wait. It is Mary. Mary, Mary, what are you doing there with King Kong? There's something in his eyes that makes me realize he got me in the palm of his hand. <laughs> the thrill of his Quick, Mary, we must rescue. We must rescue Mary from that brute. I'm not afraid of him. Hey, King Kong! What's the idea of climbing buildings and carrying women with you? Well, it's oodles of sport, and I just love the fresh air. <laughs> Is that King Kong? I'll get him. Wait, wait, Watson. It may be a trick. Now, look here, Kong. You've been climbing buildings, dragging people out of their beds and murdering them. Hmm. Hmm. Did you climb up to the penthouse on Park Avenue and kill Mr. X? No. You lie. You did mur born to murder Mr. X. 
why you're big enough to eat them alive. Well, I did have eggs for breakfast this morning. Then you, uh, then you admit that you killed him. No, 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 no. Take him away. Take him away, Watson. Goodbye, Mary. I'm sorry. I can't play with you anymore. Goodbye, Paul and Harry. Come up again sometime. Well, well, it didn't take us long to get him, did it, Watson? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? It's me, the voice of the shadow. What do you want? You think you've got the murderer? <laughs> well, King Kong did not kill Mr. X. Then who did? Mr. X was killed <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this mystery will be continued next Friday night. But there's no mystery about the Chevrolet motor car. It's the best buy in America today and the nation's choice. Play, Frank. <laughs> Whenever you 
see or hear the figures, 445 FOB factory, always think, my friends, of Chevrolet, of the new Chevrolet Standard 6, the car that made $445 famous, of the smart, fast-stepping Chevrolet that gave a new meaning to 445 by giving so many wonderful new features for that wonderful low price. A Fisher body, a big, comfortable interior, Fisher no-draft ventilation, safety plate windshield glass, an octane selector, a low-to-the-road chassis that rides smoothly and steadily, and a six-cylinder valve and head engine that's not only one of the snappiest on the road, but listen to this. Some Chevrolet Standard 6 owners report gasoline mileages as high as 26 miles to the gallon, and nearly all of them are getting between 18 and 24, depending on how they drive. So if you have a minimum of money to spend on a new car and want that money to do you the most good, to bring you the most fun and the greatest savings in return, save with a new Chevrolet Standard 6, the big General Motors value that made $445 famous. This concludes our program for tonight. We can listen in next Friday. Try and figure out for yourself who killed Mr. X. Mary, Mary, hand me my violin. Mm-hmm. Mm. I must sing. Good night, folks. Good night. The National Broadcasting Company. W E O S, New York.